The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down. The Friday Night Free Show has begun as I pick up the pieces following a brutally painful, bad beat. And you know what? If you dance with the devil, sometimes you're going to end up in hell. I know you're going to hear, oh, you get the pitchfork and all that. I like my line better. If you dance with the devil, sometimes you'll end up in hell. See you in hell, my friend. As Incarnate Word in North Dakota State got to 67, and they both, both had numerous more scoring opportunities, and it just wasn't meant to be. And we talked about it when we were live on the air. On Sirius XM Channel 159, earlier on Game Time Decisions, I am Gabriel Morenci, throwing it down on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. Um, they didn't get in, and Sherapan said, he goes, we're going to lose because of this. And I said, yeah, watch. It's probably going to end up getting to 67, isn't it? It got to 67. you got to be kidding me. I hate it. You know what I mean? Sometimes I take advantage of seeing the future. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I fight it. I knew to Vancouver. Vancouver suck at everything, all right? In sports, like basically, the BC Lions are pretty good. <laughs> the Canucks are average. Everything else is terrible. And even the Canucks, like, should know anything that the Canucks own. The Warriors, I knew the Warriors were going to lose. And the last thing I'm like, I don't know, it's the home opener or whatever. Maybe they could win this game. I don't know, it's like 13-4 or something like that right now. I got a lot of problems here. I bet $1,500 on that football game. I lost $1,500 on the total. Not, you know... Even for me, like I told someone, I said, even by my standards, like normally I'm not, like I bet on a game or whatever. I was in a restaurant tonight and I was getting mad for real. I'm watching the game on the, on a, on a, you know, I'm just watching the apps. I'm not seeing the game. I'm just seeing the sports book and I'm seeing the odds go down. And my order was taken forever. (laughs) If looks could kill, man. Like I I gave the girl a look and I think she thought I was like really hate staring her or something because it was taking so long. But I wasn't. I was sort of just hating everything. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't blame you. Whatever. Like, you know what I mean? I, like, she came over. I'm sorry for the delay. And I was thinking, I just, I thought to myself, yeah, whatever. I got $1,500 on a football game, and they're on the four-yard line, and they're not scoring right now. So I don't really care. Take your time with the nachos, all right? Um, so it comes over. I have my apologies. I was going to tell her, can you apologize for them not scoring and kicking a field goal? <laughs> so... <laughs> So I'm sitting there, I'm like, God, this is frustrating. 
I got back at home just in time to see them like celebrate the win. Now we dropped fifteen hundred on this on the total, and we lost by a stupid like God. It was frustrating. There were two touchdowns that were overruled. There was like I don't know. There was a million missed field goals. There was this and that. They were they were both inside the two like twenty two times. They didn't score. Somehow they get to sixty seven and they left like a hundred points on the field. But I did put like a dime on North Dakota State, so I lost a nickel on the game. Could be worse. Could be worse. Now I'm on the Denver Nuggets in the over, and the Lakers are going on a run. The old men, old man Lakers, uh, old man Lakers, 96-88. I actually really hate the Denver Nuggets. I used to, like, say they were going to win the title and stuff. Oh, they're a sleeper and stuff. This team screws me all the time, man. Like, this team screws me all the time. I got the over, and I'm on the Nuggets. We We got a lot of basketball left. We got a full house, too. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Ramsey. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Buster, but everybody else in between. We've got a full house. Not only do we have a full house, uh, but we've got a million games, different sports to break down, in-game coverage, and everything else in between. Brent Beard will step up and in from Jacksonville, Florida. Heisman Trophy voter, First Coast News, um, it, which is um, it's like uh, Jacksonville ABC, I think. I think it's ABC. Uh, first, he's like you know, first first Coast News uh, college football SEC Maven. He's our SEC Maven. Uh, we're gonna get into the Florida Gators. I've been telling people all week long. I think the point spread is too high in the Las Vegas Bowl. We're talking bowls. We're talking Vegas Bowl. We're talking the Fenway Park Bowl. Uh, they're playing where the Red Sox play. We're talking the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. We're talking NFL football. We got an NFL triple header on tap. So Brent Beard steps up and then Rob Vino joins us from Philadelphia, PA. Tony Finn joins us from Area 51 in Nevada. We're going to run the gauntlet uh, here tonight. We got late night lacrosse. We got late night basketball. The Los Angeles Lakers and the Nuggets are going at it right now. The Lakers are balling right now. It's 101.93 with nine minutes left. I got an in-game over 240 and a half, and I got the Denver Nuggets on the money line. So we're down by eight, but whatever. There's a lot of basketball left, and they're just bombing threes on both sides. All right, uh, so speaking of bombs away, there were a lot of points scored tonight in that Incarnate Word, North Dakota State game, but not enough points when it was all said and done. It's the calm before the storm. These bowls have been pretty entertaining. The teams are playing hard. Next week, the, the big-time bowl games start, but we got some interesting games on tap on Saturday, triple header in the National Football League uh, as well. So, Tony Finn We'll get Tony Finn's college football, NFL uh, picks, and more. And there was a lot of speculation as far as Bryce Young and Will Anderson, Alabama. It's been confirmed that Bryce Young and Will Anderson will play in the Sugar Bowl. The number moved immediately. It didn't take long. It went from one and a half, and it flipped to Alabama being five and a half point favorites. Russell Wilson's cleared. Not a concussion protocol, but he's sitting anyways. A lot of stuff to unpack. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Selling smoothies is what I do, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. He's a small business owner, too, so he knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Renzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. The Friday Night Free Show has begun. We've got a ton of guests. Well, no, not a ton of guests. We've got our regular Friday Night crew. Rob Vino will join us at level three. We've got Brent Beard in level two. Some SEC talk and college uh, football bowl talk and uh, everything else in between with uh, Brent. Brent's great guest, great guy. He's like the opposite, actually. I almost feel bad having him on. Like I said, I see Brent like uh, he's the only guest that we have point play. I don't know if he's our only guest that goes to church, but he's, I, know, I know he's the only guest that posts pictures of him like outside, like speaking at the church group tonight, and then he's on sports rage. <laughs> sometimes I feel bad. I swear to him sometimes when I talk to him in real life, and I always remember after him, like, man, this guy's like pretty hardcore and stuff. Like I probably shouldn't, shouldn't have dropped that F-bomb uh, talking to him, but... Hey, he covers football, so he's heard it before. <laughs> so, yeah, Brett Beard's going to step up in it and uh, kick it with us. Uh, a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, NBA was actually interesting tonight, and we did well in the NBA. We took the Orlando Magic plus the points, which people thought I was crazy uh, doing at the time. We took the uh, the Pacers plus the points. We lost the Raptors. Kyrie Irving hit a buzzer beater at the uh, – he, th- he hit a three at the end of the basketball game. Uh, Kyrie making his first career uh, game-winning buzzer beater, actually. Wow. Yeah, whatever. Um, first career buzzer beater win for for Kyrie. His three-point shot won the Cavaliers the title. I don't know. I guess it wasn't a buzzer beater, but it pretty much was. I'm sure Tony Finn remembers that. Despite his lifestyle, Tony remembers things. Tony Finn, wagertalk.com, Area 51. Mr. Finn, thank you so much for taking the time to be us. How you doing tonight, Tony? Very, very good. Fine, fine day. Uh, I woke up, and you know, after I wake up, it's on. And I do. I do know this now. I've, uh, I, you've never told this or spoke it or announced it, but now I know what you have me on before Brent. That way the people who hang out after Brent don't hear Finn uh, slipping every once in a while with a, well. with a curse word or two. Well, it's more exactly. It's more like he's we we repent after you come on. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, well, no, I can't. You see what I do here? I can't like. And Rob Vino is a pretty nice nice guy too. Like you. So in other words, you're the freak part of the Friday Night Freak Show. Okay. Because <laughs> well, Brett Beard's uh, not the freak. I'm the freak. So so am I. So am I. You and I are the what's called the Friday Night Freak Show. But the guests have evolved. 
Mick Aussie yeah. used to come on the Friday Night Freak Show, but he's too drunk. All right, we can only put him on TV. It's earlier in the day. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they, yeah. so we got the Mick situation. Uh, Dave Malinsky used to come on Fridays, but he unfortunately passed away. So, like I said, yeah. it's been a revolving door. We always have, we normally have like crazy people on Fridays and one sane guy to balance it out. Malinsky used to be the sane guy. You know what I mean? Right, we got a credible guy, yeah. Dave, yeah. and then everybody else kind of nuts here. Now it's Brent Beard. <laughs> so it's like, all right, we got Brent Beard, who's a normal, nice man, and we got everybody else after. But um, let's do this. I don't even know normal. where to start, Tony. So much stuff going well, I, on I, here. Where do you want to go? Nothing Nothing normal. Nothing normal is happening uh, within the the lower or upper 50, uh, 48, depending on how you look at it. But uh, uh, football's crazy. Basketball's crazy. I don't know where uh, you're going with that yeah. for a second, but yeah, you're right. I, well, I, I'll give you I'm that. Stop. Yeah, you stop. should. You should. <laughs> it's like Trent Delfer today. I don't know if you guys saw the interview. Uh, Trent Delfer gets interviewed. I'm like, dude, like you, are you a politician or are you a football coach? He goes, you know, when you watch the news, there's nothing good going on in our country right now. I'm like, I don't know. I don't see that. Like these people, it's you know, this like doom and gloom stuff. I'm like, I don't know. The only thing wrong is I lost a lot of money on a football game tonight, but other than that, I don't really see what your problem is. So Which one? But Which one? uh Oh, it was painful, bro. Painful, yeah. Tony. Fifteen hundred dollars. Was it was it what I think it is then? It has to be what I think it is, unless it's a, unless you're going it was Incarnate Word in North Dakota State. Uh, I knew I knew that's where you were going. Because last week, we told... We, we, we yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Under, they yeah, got the right. 129. <laughs> <laughs> so, tonight, yeah, Tony, tonight it was 70. They got to 67. Yeah. And, bro, word of no lie. I'm not, like, I would tell you, oh, no, it was a bad bet. I didn't get there. Like, there were two touchdowns overturned, one of which was a pile of crap. Um, they said, oh, he didn't have possession or whatever. Yeah, he did. Um, the two of them were overturned. I think they both got stopped on each other's, like, goal line, like, three or four times, Tony. It was one of those deals. They still got to 67, but there were a million points left on the field. Like, missed field goals, going forward on the two, not getting it. The other team going all the way down the field and then throwing a pick in the end zone type thing. Like, there was this little, there were a couple of seats. Like, Tony, it was so frustrating. I was on the air live with Dave Sherpa at the time, and it took Incarnate Word, like, three plays to go down the field all the time. So they'd get the ball, bing, bing, bing. Next thing you know, they're on the seven-yard line, Tony. And then it would take them, like, five minutes not to get anything. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it'd be like do. first down stuff, second down stuff, <laughs> third down stuff, and the clock's going. And these stupid, these these big-time offenses, these spread offenses, Tony, they yeah. can't score inside the five, bro. Oh, I know. Uh, when when are they going to uh, – everything is offensive. You know, Ty goes to offense. In the NFL, the rules, everything has been a lean to the offense. So when are we going to go to the 20-yard end zone like – Canadian, they have twenty-yard end zones, right? Yeah, yeah, no? bigger. Yeah, yeah, right. We need those. They need twenty-yard end zones. Then it's not so difficult to score inside the five-yard line or ten-yard line. Ah, they still do, but you're right. They'd find a way. The CFL end zone's cool, though. Yeah, you see, Tony, they're on the two-yard line, and they throw a bomb into the corner. <laughs> they throw yeah. like this, but he drops it. No, like, really, like, if you're throwing across, you're like, man, he just threw it, like, 40 yards through the air somehow. You're like, yeah. right, like you're on the two. There's a lot of space. You know what I like, Tony, in the CFL, it's old school. The goalposts aren't at the back of the end zone. They're at the front of the end zone. 
Yeah, that's that's not. I don't. I find that uh, I'm quite certain that the NFL would find a way to to uh, lev- I don't know, levitate those or someone to team be safe. You know. The- no, no. You people would get killed in the NFL like that. Doing it, people would be, <laughs> people would be getting killed. But it's funny. <laughs> Teams do it, Tony, in the CFL. It's they put padding up around it, obviously. But like, um, what you do though, you use it as like a as like a pick. You know what I mean? Like yes. you, th- yeah, like yeah. you, you get a crossing slant receiver going one way. The DB doesn't want to run into the pole, bro. You know what I mean? So I know you teams are smart. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed doing it. Technically, you're not allowed like you know using like setting a pick in basketball. You're not, like you can't use the goalpost as like a a an aid, but yeah. they do anyways. It's like how are you gonna prove it? Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So teams will do it, Tony. Yeah, yeah, but damn right. Like the receiver will be nice and safe on the other side of it, though. You know what I mean? So he comes yeah. flying by and he knows he's not getting hit. The defenders get nervous because they're flying around and they don't really know, oh, man, I'm gonna run into the I'm gonna run into the goalpost here. Once in a while you'll see it. A couple of times a year, it'll it's angering too. They'll call, they'll be like, Yeah, yeah, you you can't do that. All right, Lakers have- are pulling away, Tony, right now. What the hell's going on here? It's 110 to 95. The Denver Nuggets suck, bro. This team is a fraud. I was oh, they're, they're contenders. Contenders for what? Seriously. No. Now, I, I've never, I'm not, I know Malone. I've covered Malone quite a bit years ago. And yeah, he ain't never winning a pre- title. No, no. He always <laughs> preaches my team's going to get better defensively, but they just don't. The when? They yeah, they just don't get better, and unfortunately for that's that's a little bit way to live with Gabe the the NBA and the ISO offense. It's they're a two man offense. They're a two man team, yes, exactly bro. Exactly right. Jokic exactly. and Murray, Murray and Jokic. Right. It's like everyone else stands around. Aaron Gordon right. does, you know, you know what I mean. He's, he makes a lot of money, Gordon. Like he's a good dunker, but that's about it. Let's call that out for what it is. And he can defend. Now, he can guard. He can guard anybody. I don't know. I liked them before when they had Gary Harris and Will Barton, and they were scrappier and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they, they gave This away. is portrait. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mow and Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now he's rolling in the green. Like a... 
Like a good neighbor? Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor? State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Come with me and Wally to the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. My favorite team's in it. The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, ever since I was a boy, I've always loved the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they're good, but I wouldn't cut out the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I hear that President Clinton is going to be watching with his wife, Hillary. The late-night anger management class. The Lakers are rolling. Of course they are. I'm on Denver. I, got, I, I was on a little bit of a roll. Now I'm rolling off a cliff again. Lakers are banging in shots. They're dunking. They're doing. They're getting rebounds, second chance points, 122-102. I don't really care, but I need like 19 points, which I'm not going to get. <laughs> I got to get to 241, I believe it is. Or, I don't know what it was, 238 and a half. Oh, God, I don't know. I got so many bets all the time. Come on, something go in. Another brick from Murray. This game's done. 122, 102. Everyone's just going to stand around now. That was the last shot that Denver were going to try with. Tony Finn kicking it with us. All right, Tony. Wait a minute. I didn't even get to college basketball. Everything, there's so much stuff going on. Yeah. I haven't even thought about college basketball tomorrow, but I know you have, right? You're on top of this. I, well, I have. There's some, there's some games tomorrow that are not just intriguing or entertaining, or I believe would be entertaining, but they're, uh, I think they're, they're going to be games that, that are going to be resume makers or resume breakers, for that matter. You know, Indiana, Kansas, uh, UCLA, Kentucky. There's some. There is some interesting games tomorrow. Absolutely, uh, big time stuff. What, what a sports weekend! Uh, NFL, college basketball, uh, like these big time college basketball games. It's been a it's been a quiet week, right? But the weekend, uh, the weekend, you get the big time showdowns this time of the year. So Indiana and Kansas, Rock Chalk Jayhawk minus five and a half total one forty three. Tony, what's your opinion on that? Man, I, I tell you, it's this Indiana team is a it's a balanced team. You know, you got one guy, you have one personnel, one player personnel, one figure that's going to average about thirteen fourteen points a game, and then you, the rest of the roster, the rest of the lineup, whether they're the first five or the second rotation, uh, all average right around between eight and ten points. Balanced. Don't depend on one player. Much different than a Kansas team that is uh, that's dependent on two guys who average almost, I think, close to 40 points every game. They they they're you know the the team's uber dependent on those two guys. One of them being a freshman, uh, you know, de- coming through, performing, delivering, and uh, um, it's not Danny and the Miracles, the '88 Kansas team that won that national championship, but. Uh, I would uh, in Allen Fieldhouse, Gabe. It's in it's in the fog, so it's a tough spot for uh, yeah. even the best teams in, in college basketball, yet alone Indiana. We've got Alabama and Gonzaga, yeah, uh, in the CM Newton Classic here. Um, this game's in Birmingham, Alabama. So yeah. Alabama are it's it's a near pick 'em total one fifty nine and a half, depending on your book here one one and a half here Tony with Bama. Gonzaga aren't quite the same Zags team. Maybe they'll begin to figure it out, but they've been overpriced, right? They keep on laying these big yeah. numbers on reputation more than their substance. 
What do you make of this uh, basketball game? Hard not to like Alabama, isn't it here? Uh, it is hard not to like Alabama. In fact, if you don't sleep on this Alabama team, if you look at their schedule this year, they've played a, a you know, they're 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 tested. You know, they're battle-tested team that plays fast. And if they if they if they possess or at least value the possession of the basketball and are not too reckless and, and foot loose, let's say, or hand loose, then they're tough. They're tough out, Gabe. This is a this is a team I think that can and they'll be right there at the end in, in the SEC and challenging the Kentuckys, et cetera. Uh, and I I'm I'm on Bama tomorrow. I really I've, I've been playing them. I I think I've taken four positions on them in the early stages of the season, and all four have been winners. So uh, it wasn't I wasn't on Houston. I wasn't on Bama against Houston, but uh, that would have been a nice spot to be in too. Any interest in the total of this game at one fifty nine and a half? Yeah, I I listen. I don't think I'm, I have a lot of respect for Gonzaga. I have a lot of respect for that coaching staff, as you do, I'm sure. And they, I just don't think they want to get up and run up and down the court with Bama. And uh, and yeah. they, I think what they're going to do is slow it down. And Bama's listen. Bama's pretty aggressive and careless defensively too. They they, they can foul. They foul and. Gonzalez is a good free throw shooting team. If Gonzalez can find their way into the bonus, you know, with six, seven minutes left in each each period, first half, second half, then then I, I would think it's going to be a close game. However, Gonzaga's played a tough schedule. You know, they have an overpriced game. I think it's good as an accurate assessment, but but uh, they aren't the same team they've been over the last oh, half decade. And then how do you feel about them? I, I just think it's time for them to join a, a Power Five conference. They're talking about the Big Twelve, for instance. I think this is a this is a difficult spot. But think about this: the games they've lost from here point, moving forward. This is the last game that they play uh, outside that they will see any top hundred, save St. Mary's. I'm going to say out of the Ken Palm top hundred. So, so there's no resume builder. They're, this is going to be one of those years where Gonzaga is not a one seed. We'll come for another time. Tony Finn joining us. The Houston Cougars, a team that, uh, look, Mattress Mac uh, laid it down on them to win the title. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. a lot of people think that they, they can legitimately win the title. I don't know. They're always offensively challenged. And talking about cupcake schedules, these guys play like, dude, they're playing North Carolina AT&T and whatever every night, these guys. You know, the Jackson States of the world. They lost Alabama when they played them. So that's their one yeah. loss. What a big time! What a big what a big day of college basketball tomorrow, though. Like, wow, some really, really you know, yeah. crazy big time games here. And here's two programs very similar to each other, and stylistically, Tony, right? The Houston Cougars yeah. and the Virginia Cavaliers. And yeah. you would figure, well, the total is going to be low in this game. Yeah, it is. It's one fourteen, <laughs> so it's yeah. a low total. And it's funny because. You know, you sort of think back that while well, the Houston Cougars are ranked first for the first time, you know, to a couple of weeks ago, they were ranked first for the first time in 40 years since Akeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler days. Mm-hmm. And and then you just sort of think, I think of like Ralph Sampson and the Virginia Cavaliers, right? Just like I said, very similar programs, right? And going head to head here. Yet this game is in Charlottesville. Houston are two and a half point road chalk here. What's your take on this real battle, man? Well, I, I, I like Houston. I really do. I like Houston in this game simply for, for several reasons. One, because of Coach Coach Sampson. And secondly, 
if you remember, and you listen, you do a lot of shows, but last week we talked a little bit about Houston, and I said, man, you know, this team will play to their competition. It's not a team that likes to run away, albeit they have, depending on who they're, you know, who they're facing, the competition, but – I expect a close game and 114. And what do you say? 114 is the total. is just ridiculous considering uh, if you're going to have a close game. I'm on the under 114. There's one guarantee, Gabe. It's going to overtime. <laughs> yeah, like Army Navy last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh, yes. Yeah. I thought about you, too. I thought yeah, that, was, I, that, 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 that was unfortunate. <laughs> uh, that, that was very unfortunate. Uh, three o'clock like Eastern. Houston. Yeah. So you like Houston? You say yeah? I do. I really do. I like Houston in that game. I, I, this this is a good team there. Uh, Virginia. I'm not. Virginia's not chopped liver. Don't get me wrong. But but in this situation, this time of the year, I would be. Uh, I'll the home there. court scares me. The fact that Virginia yes. have home court yeah. advantage. There's that's yes, what gets me here. But this team, what the Houston a, team, really they travel really well. Like you said, they travel really well. Why? Because. They can they, – they're elite defensively every single year. So North Carolina Tar Heels have struggled to start the season. Mm-hmm. Um, now, but they're 7-4 and four now straight up. They get a 7-2 and two Ohio State Buckeye team on a neutral court at Madison Square Garden. So one cool yep. thing, we did the show across the street from, from MSG for years. It's too bad, you know, the pandemic hit and stuff, but – it really is a basketball hub. Listen, Las Vegas is like Las Vegas and New York are the two like basketball hubs, really. Like, yes. you know, you got yep. Vegas become, you know what I mean, that college hub and, you know, USA basketball and the summer league. But college basketball in New York, the Big East tournament, Tony, basically every weekend yeah. someone's yeah. playing there, right? It's like, okay, St. John's right. are playing here. Oh, Seton Hall's got a game here against, oh, Duke's coming to town and the Duke's playing here. I mean, why are Ohio State, Ohio State and North Carolina are playing at MSG? Like, it's just, it's a showcase every Saturday. I've been to the Big East tournament. It's super cool. You just go there and watch games all night. Um, it's not super cool if you're losing bets, though. <laughs> no. Again, I've been there for that, too. So, what about North Carolina and Ohio State on a neutral court in New York City? I've made a little change, pocket change, fading North Carolina simply because I, I thought they were a little overvalued coming into the season. This is a team that, that really wasn't anything special for the whole, you know, for most of last year uh, until the final month of the season when they, when they really kind of gelled, found the cohesion and, and the rhythm that they needed to be very competitive in what was the, what was the ACC tournament. And then, of course, uh, the, the March Madness or the Big Dance, which they found their way to uh, uh, finals where they were up by 15 points at halftime, Gabe, and ended up giving that away. Uh, they're a good team. They're just not. Uh, they're not that national championship team, and we've seen it already. They've uh, dropped a few games, and and they're another team that is going to struggle to be, uh, uh, you know, a better than a four seed come come tournament time if they continue to play. And unless they find themselves doing exactly what happened last year, game, where they really got hot and uh, and played well all the way to that final twenty minutes. Tony Finn kicking with us. UCLA and Kentucky from Madison Square Garden. Man, I tell you what, I'm taking UCLA. Yeah, what they did was super impressive against the Maryland Terrapins. Kentucky coming back from London. More with Tony on the other side. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Selling smoothies is what I do. But for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. He's a small business owner, too. So he knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Don't ruin your appetites. I'm buying lunch for everybody on me. What's the occasion? I'm rich. I won my bets on the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and I chunked it all on a hockey game, and I won that. All right, all right. How much did you win? 116 bucks. What a windfall. Yeah. Yeah, I still feel tingly. Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Sports Rich. Well, if you think about it, Marty Miller, I think that... That clip is probably from, like, my guess is what, 1980 or something? 1981, 1979, I don't know. In that range, so $116 is not bad. <laughs> it's better than losing, like I just did, on the Denver Nuggets. You know, I guess whatever. We made money betting against the Lakers at times. I just, you know, this Denver team, they're just they're a two-man operation, like me and Tony Finn, who's joining us uh, right now. <laughs> I am Gabriel Morenci, so... UCLA and Kentucky, we were talking about this game. Very impressive win, Tony, for the UCLA Bruins uh, the other night in Maryland. Not an easy place uh, to go into. We should note UCLA are 8-3 and three to the over on the season. The total is a uh, forty-one and a half in this game. You know, they can get into the 80s, this team. They want to get into the 80s, uh, UCLA. And you got Kentucky, who are a little bit more offensively challenged uh, here, Tony. I would say, well, you got the West Coast, UCLA Bruins on the East Coast. But I tell you what, I guess they better get used to it, right, in Big Ten country. So they went into Maryland, they beat them, and they've been on the East Coast here right now. So playing in New York really isn't all that big of a deal. And uh, you look at Kentucky, these guys were in London last week. You know what I'm saying? So these guys are flying around everywhere, all over the country, internationally. And I like the UCLA Bruins in this short price zone here. Uh, I agree with you. You know, it's, it's something about... When I first saw the the overnight on this game, and saw that UCLA was a point and a half, now two and a half point favorite in Madison Square, well, you knew immediately when you saw that line. If you if you don't follow college basketball, you knew it wasn't going to be in Rupp. If it was in Rupp Arena, then I would probably say, listen, Kentucky's going to do their best to to control the tempo, slow it down. They don't want to they don't want to play fast. Not with UCLA and the ability for them to put up points. 
uh, Kentucky's going to be Kentucky, and, and Calipari's going to do what he does every single year. His teams get better. The closer we get to March, his teams get better. I like UCLA tomorrow. More experienced backcourt um, to do a really good job uh, of getting in passing lanes, making steals, scoring in transition, and this being a Madison Square Gardens, I, I could not agree with you more. I like UCLA in the over. I like the over a lot in this game, too. I'm getting excited about tomorrow's card, to be honest. I like the over a lot in this basketball game. 141.5 is very manageable. You got nice soft rims at Madison Square Garden as well. Uh, Purdue. Do you believe our Purdue are the best team in the country? They're 10-0. No. no, you don't think no. so. No. You're totally like, no. no. They're 15.5-point favorites against Davidson. Um, yeah. Some people think UConn could be the best team in the country right now. UConn are 11-0. UConn and Butler repeat of that national championship game. UConn are nine-point road favorites at the at, at the Hink, Hinkle Fieldhouse. Davidson mm-hmm. and Purdue is in Indianapolis at the Gamebridge Fieldhouse. And uh, we got Tennessee and Arizona on the board tomorrow as well. This game's in Tucson. Uh, Arizona, three-and-a-half-point home favorites here. What's your take on these other big-time games? Well, first, I'm, you know, Hinkle, you're going to lay 17 points at Hinkle? Is that what the number is in that game, you said? Yes, yeah, 15 yeah, and no. a half. Yeah, okay, I'm not. I'm no, 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 the, the, sorry, the Purdue, the Purdue-Davidson game is 15 and a half. The UConn, yeah, UConn's laying nine at the Hinkle Fieldhouse, nine. UConn's okay, nine. That's, Purdue's that's 15 a, and a half. That's better. Yeah, nine's better. It's still a lot of points to lay at Hinkle, uh, but UConn's been impressive. Man, have they been impressive. And it's not like they've cupcaked their way through November or non-con. So that's this is a team that uh, we talked about it. We talked a little bit about it last week. It's another Hurley situation. This Hurley is a lot better than the Hurley in Tempe, Arizona, that team. So um, I, I, I'm, I don't know that I'm laying the nine. I'm not in that room. I'm not in that room, Gabe. But, but uh, if I was in this room and somebody put a gun to my head, I'm probably going to be on UConn as far as uh, some of the other games you mentioned, you mentioned Tennessee, Arizona. That's an interesting game because it's two contrasting styles, really, um, in in the fact that not that Arizona doesn't want to play fast because they can play fast. In fact, they played, I think, the second fastest pace uh, last year uh, in college basketball. However, I don't think you want to play fast in Tennessee, not the way they defend and not the way they can defend every day in practice or walkthroughs, whatever you want to call it, that they do these days uh you know, being a practice isn't really accurate. But uh, they can also defend in transition. Tennessee's a, a strange animal. Um, this is a team that doesn't fit to today's basketball or today's college basketball, per se, because they're defense-heavy. I mean, they're defense-heavy. They're going to win because they've they've scored off, off of turnovers and in transition. And um, those are teams that are very difficult for me to put my arms around a lot of times in matchups because if – a ton of different styles, hundred different teams, hundred different players that have DNA that that all differ. One thing you know about Tennessee is that uh, if they're playing a team that's that's a, a good shooting team, okay, that shoots for a high percentage not only from the field but from the free throw line, that the over has to be your first look. One thing I will say about uh, UConn as well, guys. I mean, Tony, they're winning by double digits every day in this team. I know. Every game I they know, play. I, know. I mean, they're 10-0-1 against yeah. the spread, right? That's why it's, it's hard to get in front of yeah. them here. I don't yeah. know how good Butler are, but Butler are 7-3-1 ATS. They're 8-3 straight up on the season uh, as well. UConn owned them. Um, UConn, they, they, UConn yeah. beat them 75-56. 
Last time they played, that was last year, 76-59, uh, 63-51. Remember in the championship game, 53-41, that was 2011. Man, time goes by fast. If you would have asked me when UConn and Butler was, I wouldn't have like said, oh, that was like 12 years ago. Right, but I guess so. Gordon Hayward's been around forever and stuff, so yeah. I get it. All right, let's keep it moving, Tony, because there's a lot of stuff I want to get to. College football bowls in the morning. We got the Las Vegas Bowl in your backyard. People are, you know, I'm not alone in liking Florida. I, you know, I thought the point spread was high, double digits, even though Florida, you know, have the guys that opted out. It's come down to eight right now. We've got the Fenway Bowl early in the morning here, 8 o'clock Pacific. What's your take on the bowl games? What do you like tomorrow in the college uh, football uh, scene? Well, in Florida's situation here in Vegas, I I'm, I wouldn't be – Gabe, I just – I don't – Florida's one of those teams that um, Napier has done. You know, he's made that move from Cajun country over to the swamps of Florida, from swamp to swamp, let's say. But they've had so many opt-outs. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm – Hesitant because I'm I'm I just don't know what their interest is in this game and and whether Napier's even that interested. Uh, I think they want to win. I think to a man they probably would tell you they want to win, but uh, I'm probably on the other side of, of Florida at any point in time. Even even when, in the regular season next year, I think Napier's got some work to do with that team. It's a lot of points for a Pac-12 team to be laying against an SEC sure team. Is. Certainly is. A Pac-12 that's lost seven straight bowl games. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you know how much I love the Pac-12 and how much I believe. But, yeah, yeah. I, just, uh, I don't have to sell you yeah. on that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it should be. It's, it's probably time for him to come back to Pac-12. And not, they're not going to go. He's not going to go USC, but um, maybe he can save. Maybe he can save Pac-12 because it's starting to fall apart, isn't it? You, you mentioned it, right? You say yeah. you feel like USC leaving, right? And that's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, they haven't handled it well, right? No. They haven't. They're sort of in shock from it. Still losing the LA market like that is pretty big for the Pac-12, but they need to figure it out, right? They still, you know, they're the only conference right now without a TV deal. That's the yeah. thing with the Pac-12, and it, I guess it just goes back to Larry Scott, right? And yeah. we, everyone knew this guy was terrible, and you know he was running the conference into the ground, and he did, right? Sort of the yeah. damage is done, and they're trying to, you know. They're still trying to climb out of the ditch, but they don't have a TV deal, and they lose a lot of the luster. Imagine you're negotiating a TV deal for a conference, yet you don't have Los Angeles in the market. Suddenly, well, you know it's it's a big yeah, problem it, for them. Well, the biggest problem is that you do need the best man. The best man for that job better be the best man in the galaxy because a TV deal on the West Coast is a tough, tough gig to sell. Uh, you know, they don't. The players don't get the recognition that those in New York get, et cetera, et cetera. ESPN's done the best they can. I mean, that hey, the smartest made, thing you know, to do would be yeah. honestly for the Pac-12 and the uh, and the Big 12 to merge. I, I wouldn't argue with that. I would yeah. not argue with that. Most, you become yeah, a super conference. Just, just you know, what I mean, just become a super conference. You're yeah. 20 teams or whatever. The Big Ten's doing it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. that's that's one of these deals. I sort of get it. UCLA, guys, let's get back to the picks, but I don't know how UCLA managed to be in so much debt, their sports program, but, as, you know, they're, 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 they're losing like $62 million, this and that. So they basically yeah. sold their souls for money. They said, all right, we'll go to the Big Ten. We're going to all get like $200 million a year and this and that. And 
it's just, you know, it is what it is. Conferences don't matter anymore. So, you know, nope. who cares about their traditions? They don't care. So why should we? But what do you like tomorrow? So you said you'd lean, you'd lean with the Beavers. But uh, what do you think about the other games? Does anything catch your eye more than another game? Uh, the Bulls? Throw, throw a game at me as I, uh, as I go through my notes. Just throw a game at me and we'll talk about it. Uh, I, I'm actually, I like tomorrow's card. But there's so many games and I've done so much work on this day. Let's, I'm, I'm going to pull it up. Cincinnati-Louisville? Oh yeah, Cincinnati, well. that's a tough one. Yeah, well, you like that one? That's that's early in the morning. Well, that's I the like Fenway Cincy. Bowl. I like, I like Cincy, Cincy as well. I know, I know they've listen. I know they've lost some some production to the uh, to the portal and some opt outs, et cetera, et cetera. But Louisville's are nothing special, and I don't understand. I didn't quite understand this move and this line and what's happened here, other than the books putting a lot of value on. Uh, you know, sharps. Sharps know who's in, who's out, who's thinking about playing, who would want to play. Dion Branch is coaching Louisville, Tony. The guy's a wide receiver. Right. He's never coached before. <laughs> I know. Well, look, you mentioned the coach that this is in uh, uh, Dilfer. Dilfer. Yeah, Dilfer. He didn't uh, coach today, but yeah, yeah Dilfer? Trent Dilfer's <laughs> Dilfer's taking over UAB. That is that's that is interesting, is it not? And uh, there was a that's. That was why a lot of guys I knew today were all over UAB because they thought that Vincent, the, the players were going to warm and gather they, around. They, they, they would play they, for him on the way out, exactly. That's correct. Um, that's correct. Yeah, they, did, they didn't want Trent Dilfer to be the coach, the, no, the kids on the no. team. So Dilfer's got some work to do. I'm not I, I'm not anti-Trent Dilfer, though. I mean, look, people make fun no. of him. He's the worst quarterback who won a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. He's a smart yeah. guy. He was good on TV. He's smart. He knows football. For me, I don't know. I saw his interview today. Just came across kind of preachy. He's talking about, yeah, I'm going to turn these guys into good husbands and this and that. Oh, and like, oh boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He said, you know, you know, Tony sound like a politician. He opened up the interview. He goes, he goes, you know, anytime you turn the TV on, there's nothing good going on in our country. And I don't know. It sort of seemed like it was more like a, I don't know, like a political speech or you're at a church camp or something. Like he started talking about like doing the right thing. And I get it all that, but. Bro, these kids, like, they're there to play football, Trent. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, they're not looking for a daddy. You know, they don't need, you know what I mean? Like, settle down. Like, I, I get it. We're not in the old days. I understand coaches, you know, should know about their players and care about their players' lives and stuff if they're going off the tracks. But it was just over the top, I thought, Tony. You know what I mean? Like, put it this way. If I was a recruit, I'd, like, I'd, I'd, I'd smile politely, nod my head, and walk out of there and go, yeah, this isn't happening for me. Right? I'm not. I'm not doing this. Like, it seems like he wants to be your dad more than a football coach. Yes. I guess that's the best way of putting it. I think and your pretty- your dad that knows best type dad. My way dad. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Uh, it's like, bro, because you live your life like that doesn't mean we want to. <laughs> no. no. All right, more with Tony on the other side. I want to find out. Think about which game you like here, Tony. Maybe the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? Bring yeah. it SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mow and Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner, too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now he's rolling in the green. Like a, like a good neighbor. Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. For class, this is Portridge. I am Marenzi. Kicking it with the great Tony Finn. And um, it's almost scary, actually. Like, me and Tony agreed on every... We've agreed on every game. Every college game so far, we've agreed on. College basketball and college football. Except for one. Except for one. I'm not sure about the Houston Cougars tomorrow. That That's the one I'm like, ah, I don't know. I'm not... I got to think about that one. But I agreed, like... Uh, what was your pick, though? We sort of went to the break, I guess. Sorry, we're going backwards. But what was your pick for Ohio State and North Carolina, Tony? Ohio State. Absolutely. I talked to you about North Carolina uh, being a little bit overvalued. So, I, I, I listen, Big Ten basketball, Ohio State. I, if, if, there's, if there's a Big Ten, if there's a league I'm not a big fan of in college basketball or college football, it's Big Ten because I think they're old school and traditional football. And I'm – Although yeah. I'm old and I'm traditional, I kind of I like football. Uh, I like everything going fast. You know, I'm not one of those guys that's going to be uh, couch potato. I, I'm going to get up and dance and, and yell and scream and and uh, uh, have fun. And that's what uh, offense does. Defense is is important, but you know we we could have a discussion about this forever. But give me offense, and and that's uh, that's not the Big Ten for for the most part. All it's changing. So Ohio State, you know Ohio State, I like. Them. So we talked about the football. We both like Cincinnati. We agreed on the Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, you're getting a point and a half. We um, you li- we didn't agree on this one. Tony likes Oregon State. I like the Florida Gators. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, Wazoo and Fresno. Mm-hmm. Everybody's betting Fresno. Like you know, basically like Wazoo have you know the, the nobody playing right. Sort of like Florida, similar situation, but it's not as damning really. Like if you look under the hood. The coordinators are gone. Like a lot has been talking about. Oh, the coordinators are gone. The coordinators are gone. The head coach is there. The quarterback is there. The players are there. There's like three or four kids that aren't there. But Cam Ward's there. Their star quarterbacks playing. I don't know. Like this. This is a fun one. Hold on, Tony. Get your take here. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. 
She's a small business owner, too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today.